Aloha and welcome to the sacred. Thank you for taking the time to do something for yourself today. You are entering a space that is here to help shed our old stories, to heal our hearts, to hold space and love each other, and to help create the world and life that we all dream of. Let us thank our ancestors and our children's children, those who have walked before and are yet to come, our Mother Earth, Father Sun, Grandmother Moon, the Star Nations and Great Spirit, the Unnameable One, thank you for bringing us together and allowing us to sing the Song of Life. Please sit down, relax and enjoy yourself and thank you for listening to this podcast. Aloha and welcome to the sacred. I am so excited to have you here and to have this week's guest on episode 49 of the sacreds podcast. My name is Emma for those of you that have never listened to the podcast before and I am beyond humbled and grateful that you would take the time out for yourself today to tune in, sit back and soak up some wisdom just through easy conversation. So what I like to do before we start the podcast is to take in three deep breaths. We're going to breathe in through our nose and exhale through our mouth. This is just going to bring us back into our bodies and back into the moment. And I really like to do this as part of the practice. So if it is safe for you to do so and you are not driving or operating heavy machinery, can you please close your eyes and take a deep breath in. And out. Really breathing into your belly. And one more time. Beautiful. Thank you. Um, I really just wanted to pop on and talk about a few things quickly before I introduce this week's guest. I have the absolutely delicious Monica Yates on this week. This podcast, um, and I probably say it every time I have a guest on, but this podcast has really changed the way that I think of the divine feminine and the divine masculine and how it has used as words in the personal development, spiritual development, just development world, um, and really diving into that. And I cannot wait to share it with you um, and to talk about it a little bit afterwards. But I thought I'd talk about a few things. I have got my full moon workshop coming up on the 18th of May. If you would like to go along, tickets are limited and they do sell out. So I would really encourage you to book as soon as possible here on the sunny coast. Um, Yeah, so that's there. There's also one coming up for June and I'm going to be having some more workshops come up. They'll be put on the website. So if you're not subscribed, I'd really encourage you to subscribe to The Sacred. Um, We all know how Instagram algorithms work and you might not always see my posts. So really encourage you to pop on and subscribe so you can be alerted. There's also a special deal if you subscribe. Um, If you wanted to book in a reading, there's discounts and all that kind of stuff once you subscribe. So yeah, that's there. Um, I also wanted to talk about something that I went to last weekend. And if you're on the sunny coast, I'd really encourage you to go to one if you can. 
I went to a beautiful, beautiful meditation acupuncture sound healing it was out of dunan at the shambhala farm that's there and i had never been to the shambhala farm it is like out of this world it i felt like home it just felt like home the birds and the kookaburras and the insects and just everything just the air it was delicious um it was run by two men based on the sunshine coast trent um, he is an, ac- an acupuncturist based on the sunny coast. He is, it was phenomenal. It was amazing. And Chris Wilkinson is a sound healer also based here. Both were incredible and they held the space so full and just made me, oh, I can't even express how grateful I am and how much more connected I feel into my body and how it's really helped me understand what my self-care practice needs to look like in order for me to come back to my heart and come back into my alignment space um, and how I need to be attending those things. So today I'm actually also attending the O2 workshop with Hella Weston and Lucas Mack here on the sunny coast too. And I cannot wait to dive even deeper into release some shit (laughs) and to get into that heart space. Um, If you are in your area and you are not attending workshops, if you've never been to anything before and, or you see them pop up but you hold back because out of fear of not having anyone to go with or anything like that, then I really encourage you to go along and experience something different and just have the intention that it's going to be an experience and don't expect anything else out of it other than that, that you're just honoring yourself in that moment by going and listening to your intuition and the pulls that we receive. Um, If you're based on the sunny coast and you'd like to go to something and you don't have anyone to go to, check me your DMs. I might want to come along or I might be able to find someone who could for you as well. But I cannot wait to put Monica on for this week's podcast. This girl is on fire. Her, the space that she comes from is just beautiful. And I cannot, cannot, cannot wait to share her with you. So here she is. So I have the absolute goddess, Monica Yates, on this week's podcast. She is the queen of periods, sex, femininity. She works with NLP, energetic healing. There's so much that you do. And I'm so excited to have you on and share your magic and your medicine. Thanks, Emma. Thank you. Thank you. What have you been up to? You've got a lot going on at the moment. You're in New York at the moment. Yes. So I'm just chilling in my hotel room. Um, I've been in New York for, oh, I don't know, maybe a week now, um, here till Saturday night, and then I fly back home. So I've just been here speaking at an event, and I was speaking about um, being in your feminine flow in business. So one component of my business, because I have like three different components, um, I'm, I'm not, I am the other girls in one of my masterminds with my coach, we were talking about this and she's like, you know, I need to have clarity around exactly who my avatar is. And I was like, babe, I have three different avatars. You're all good. <laughs> like so many elements. Anyway, totally. and that's yeah. the feminine, right? We were like going everywhere. Definitely. Um, and so I was here talking about the feminine business and well, my, my take with business stuff is that I've experienced this myself and obviously with my clients is that if you don't clear your shit first, Mm. good luck having a good business. Like you need to clear your shit. So I was talking about womb stuff. I was talking about, you know, all the subconscious work that I do, childhood wounding, all that jazz, feminine stuff, get with your flow and your period and really honoring your femininity. And then from there you can have that magnetism 
and business becomes so fucking easy. Like I was saying to a friend tonight, I was like, when are you launching your next thingy? And, and she was saying something rather. And I was like, babe, you need to just like do it all the time because I've already sold, like I've already half sold out for my next program and I haven't even launched it yet. Do you know what I mean? Because like when you work from that place of like magnetic attraction, everything's so easy. Like I'm never in launch mode. I'm just like constantly in Monica mode, which is just like this everlasting flow state. And I never burn myself. I'm traveling all the time, never burn out. Like, because I'm like riding the waves as opposed to trying to like steer the fucking ship. I'm just like riding with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I understand my ups and downs and I honor my ups and downs as a woman. Um, so that's sort of what I was talking about, but that's kind of, I mean, what have I got going on? Like everything? I don't know. Like just, just doing <laughs> I, nothing. I just even love that you just said riding those waves. Like, cause that's what, yeah. as women, that's what they yeah. are. Instead of like the hustle that the divine masculine can go with mm. and just be like, push, push, push and force, I guess we have to ride those waves and understand our ebbs and flows and know how to work with them. And I think that's perfectly what you are able to teach. Um, yeah. I was actually saying that at the event, I was like, people are quite, I mean, I'm very obvious. People are quite um, aware that I'm, I, I say that I, I say that the feminist movement has fucked us in a lot of aspects. Amen. So I'm all for the equal pay. Like, duh, we're both human. We could do the same fucking shit. Like, obviously we should get paid the same. But it's gotten to a point now where it has fucked our relationships. It's created a lot of wounding for men towards women and women towards men. Um, And... Anyway, and so, yeah, I'm pretty open with, like, the feminist stuff has really fucked us in that way. Um, And I'm like, we're not equal towards men. Like, we are different, right? We, yes, we're both humans, but, like, we have a different fucking language pretty much because what we say is not what they hear. Um, You know, they have a very different brain to us. We are so different. And when it comes to business, it's like, don't try and do business as a man. You will only last so long. And you will not succeed. However, and if you do business as a woman, you will thrive much like when men do business as men, they thrive. Funny that. Like, you know what exactly. I mean? They thrive oh. doing 4 a.m. nights and bashing each other up in the conference room with a beer trying to rev each other up. That's great for them. As a woman, you need sleep. As a woman, you need to be in tune with your body. You need to slow down around your period and you fucking need to honor that. Like, don't be a man, you know? It doesn't make you a worse human being. It makes you a fucking woman and that's beautiful. Like, it's just fucking beautiful being a woman when you understand this stuff. Oh, it's, it's so important. Everything that you just said is so spot on. Like, it's so important. The feminist movement has made women feel like we're equal to men and we can do what men do and therefore we deserve... Re- blah, blah, blah. And we do deserve all the same rights as equal sexes, but we right, are Because we're just fucking humans. Yeah, exactly. Like, human rights. So that's right. not even a man versus woman thing. That's just no, a human not. thing. Exactly. Humans can vote. Humans get the paid the same. Humans can do the same thing every other human can do. That's right. It's just that when it comes to like energies, we're fucking different. So different. And we need to honor men in that space as well, right. because we've disempowered them by saying that we oh. are you too as well as disempowering ourselves. It's oh my God. Yeah. The whole, so at this event that I was speaking at, they had a men's panel and I was like fucking orgasming, like listening to these men, right? Because it was just like everything they were saying, I was just like, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Like 
chivalry is gone. And I'm like, yeah, because women have fucking squashed men. Yes. Like everything we were talking about, it was like there is men have so much wounding that we have put on them because we're like Miss Independent. I can do myself, and it's like, yeah, you can do everything yourself, and it's way more fun if you let a man fix the fucking toilet. <laughs> way more fun in the bed. Like it's way more fun. Like yeah. you don't want to get your hands dirty, babe. Like just do something else. Ah. And it doesn't mean like, oh, you're being a domestic housewife. It's like, no, like, fuck. It's not about that. It's about like, you are surrendering. You are receiving. He is doing like, oh my God. Anyway, so I actually had two of the men that were on the panel. I actually had them on my podcast. So uh, I actually interviewed them this morning for my like cacao and convo, which is kind of like this, like, it's just like a conversation. It's not really. A thing. And um, we were talking and talking and talking and it was just like, it was like two hour long podcast. So good. Anyway, and now we're going to do an event together in New York oh, because, because I'm just like, I've said this for a while. I'm like, I want to do an event where women and men are together because men need healing mm. and women need healing for men mm. and doing the women's circles and stuff. That's fantastic. And how the fuck do you integrate that with men when mm. you're then doing all the sisterhood work? Yes, there is sisterhood wounding that needs to be dealt with and don't then expect to be like having this amazing experience with your boyfriend or your husband if you can't do the healing towards men as well. So I was actually saying to a business coaching client this afternoon and so we weren't talking about room stuff, but um, we do talk about it. We weren't in that particular call. It wasn't even a client call. I just phoned her randomly. And um, I was telling her about the event and she like started like crying just by me saying, I was just, honestly was, imagine doing womb healing and like my womb healing work and imagine a man having his hand on your womb. And I was, and she was like crying and I was like, she was like, I'm there. Like the fact that you've already made me ball from saying that I can't even imagine the energy. I mean, I'm, I'm already feeling it. Like imagine what it'd be like, imagine that energy of healing with a man involved in that process. Like that is next level wound healing because so many women have such horrendous womb wounds that's a mouthful womb wound in their womb and for a man to be able to facilitate some of that healing fuck me dead oh me dead totally completely a hundred percent and that's enabling the masculine to mm. rise and to oh my god when that's what I, I fucking want that i don't just want there to be queens there needs to be kings like a hundred percent yeah it's amazing and i feel like a lot of not i feel i know that women feel as though they're doing all the work and it's like where is he doing the work and there are obviously amazing men out there doing incredible work but you know, it's also great for our brains to be exposed to men doing this work to then go, oh, reticular activating system starts then looking for these men so you can actually find them. Whereas I feel like a lot of women do the work with women and so their brain isn't being exposed to men doing the work. So they're like, there's no good men out there, but they're actually, it's just their reticular activating system isn't finding them and they're not attracting them. No, and if you're creating that story constantly in your head about men too, that's the vibe that you're sending out to the whole world, the whole energy that you're sending out. So that's all you're going to draw back to you. You need to change. Oh, yeah. As soon as I started, yeah, 100%. As soon as I started saying, oh, my God, it's so easy to meet men, 
I was like meeting men when I was like fucking jean shopping. Like it got so random and like, so I had men literally like coming to view my apartment in Sydney, like rocking up at my door. Like it was like, it was like the movies. It's, it's fucking good. It's like, that's that vibration work. And that is the power of women. Like absolutely. We're we're fucking magnetic. We're so magnetic. Like I always say, you're not, somebody actually asked in the, in the talk, they were like, how do I find what I meant to do? And I was like, you don't find it. Like it's already there, right? Like you got to come back. And yeah. then it's funny listening to different coaches because very strategy masculine coaches, they'll be like, just start taking action, just start doing the things. And I'm like, yeah, aligned action is important. And coming back to your soul is very important. Like don't try and find it externally. Like if you did that, you'd eventually come across it, but it wouldn't be externally. It would still be, you'd come across it from the inside. Um, and, 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 and yeah, like that magnetism, it's like, you're not finding that externally. It's actually already in you. It's just working with someone to, to, to get rid of all of the layers that are covering you from being able to see that all the, the shifts, all the wounding, getting rid of that so you can actually have your magnetism shining. Oh, oh love it so much, Monica. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> it's like, it's so true though. It's so, so true. You have to delve into your heart to find your purpose. And I think so many people are in this world now where we all want to be like entrepreneurs or business mm. makers and all this stuff. And your purpose might necessarily not be that. Your purpose could is like really all of our purpose is is to connect and to feel love and love, joy yeah. and fire in every moment. And it doesn't matter what you're doing externally because of that. Oh, 100%. Like I think there is, of, you know, the people that are in the personal development world or the coaches, it's like, oh, my God, who are those people having their fucking cubicle jobs? And it's like, well, they actually might really like that. So it doesn't like having, being your own boss, being able to travel and do work doesn't necessarily mean that you're living the high life. Like me being a lawyer and being locked in a cubicle actually lights your fucking soul on fire. Amazing. Or it facilitates the thing after that, that lights your soul on fire. It's the facilitation. We all have to do some kind of work. There's always work to be done. And even though you can own your own business, it's not all like, oh, I just went out for coffee and then I came back home and hang out with a girlfriend, got my massage and my nails done, but I still got all my work done. Like it doesn't just work like that. (laughs) (laughs) For anyone that thinks that, I can tell you right now, people are probably thinking she's in New York, she's having a wild time, (laughs) she's out late every night. I'm like, no, it's literally not. I'm like, the most fun I'm having right now, it's, it's all fun because New York is my soul home. So I'm feeling very grounded. My idea of fun is like spending an hour in Barnes and Noble, like looking at different books. Like what time is it now? It's 8.15 PM. I have not gone out. At, I've been here for like a week now. Haven't gone out at all. Um, that's not what entrepreneur is for some people a hundred percent, but yeah. I, yeah, no, I work really not. I don't work really hard, like push. It's like, I am so, I'm so ignited by my job that I am working at all hours of the day. I have 14 hour days. I work every day of the week, not from a push thing, but because it's just like, it's what my job is right. And my job is my life. So even when I'm reading a book, I'm still working because I'm making notes, I'm studying, I'm being like, okay, how can I apply this to the girls, like I'm, I'm always the women, I should say. Um, so even when I'm like flying to go travel somewhere, I'm like, that's working. Like, mm. you, um, yeah, p- people 
the whole passive income thing and like fucking dream. Yes. And people work very, very hard to get to a stage where they have passive income. Like they've put in the hard years. Mm -hmm. Nobody ever has it really easy breezy. And if it looks like it's easy breezy from the outside or their business is really easy breezy, like generally speaking, there's going to be some other hardship going on in their life, whether it's personal life, health. And that's not to say like, yeah, everyone lives such a hard life. Life is so hard. No, it's just like, it's it's just like, it's yeah. And, and we live in a, actually what it is, is we live in a world of polarity Mm. with good comes bad. The more light you have, the more shadow you have, the more up leveling you do, the more fucking like, the more your ego is going to try and pull you back down. Like the more fears are going to come up. That's if we live in polarity. So you're always going to have the good and the bad. It's the yin and the yang and the darkness is only whatever you make it out to be as well. So those heavy experiences and those dark experiences and the parts of your life that are a little bit yucky and you don't like to share are only as bad in little rabbit ears. If you see that that way, it's just part of being a human. It's part of the experience. There's joy in that. It's fun. You can laugh at yourself. Oh my God. I love the hard times. Like I'm one of those people where I can't have a really, really grounded, um, romantic relationship i need twin flame hot cold up down shit to keep me interested yeah like because i actually find a really every day is the same sort of life for me i find it very uh draining um like for example i don't like holidays i don't like the idea of doing nothing for three weeks or like having nothing to do i need act holidays or I need working holidays. That's why I work all the time because I'm like, I mean, I just get, right. I get so bored having like one day off. Oh, I like a day off sometimes, but if I had like a week of no client calls, nothing, I actually lose my mojo. I get uninspired. Mm -hmm. I get really uninspired and I find it very hard to pick myself up again. Mm. And I guess that's got to do with the intention behind if you're having a holiday, like what your intention Mm. is for it. And if totally true, yeah, you need to have like the intention of I'm relaxing and rejuvenating my body and I'm opening myself up to receive messages from universe, from source, whatever it is. And to get back into my flow, that's totally fine. But if you're doing it to escape, that's mm. the difference. Like, actually, yeah. that's a really good point you mentioned because it's like coming up to July, like holiday time for everybody. And I've booked to go to Europe for a month. Um, and I'm like, it actually doesn't excite me to just lay there and do nothing all day if I'm in a really inspiring place I'd actually rather make content because I'm so inspired right but then when I think about it like when I get to the end of the year it's like now that's a time where I want to relax it's the end of the year everybody's taking downtime it's like yeah I'd like to ski all day read all night yeah and it's like I think it's just again it's not it's allowing yourself to not be so strict with like, oh, well, it's June, July, I have to be on holidays. Yeah. Or, oh, it's, it's Christmas time, can't work. Like if you want to do it, fucking do it. Yeah. How do you find like with that too? Because I guess like the whole thing of femininity is really connecting to your body. Like it's yeah. really that absolute connection to your body, listening to your emotions, those gifts that have been brought to you and understanding that. How do you find you do that and not look outwards constantly and be like, well, this person's doing that. So I should do this. And this person's doing that. So I should do this. Um, it honestly, it probably all comes back down to, I know that people hire me for me. Mm. I always ask people, I'm me. And they're like, 
they're like, because I want you, like, because everything about you, I want. And because I know that you're the coach that will not let me get away with fucking anything, that you will pull me up on my shit, that you will not be afraid to tell me how it is, that you will also soften when I need it. Mm. Um, You are absolute like girl boss goals, but you are also really soft and feminine and like sensual. Um, And so, I mean, I always say this to people, they're like, but why would somebody like my, my clients that are coaches, they're like, if they're having that moment of like, but why would somebody hire me? I'm like, people aren't necessarily like, one is like all coaches of a certain level. Like if all coaches on my level, for example, we're all fucking coaching the same shit. Like all the girl or me and all the other women that I have in the mastermind that I'm a part of, um, like we're all coaches and ultimately we're all digging for the subconscious crap, the wounding, the childhood stuff. Like ultimately that's what it is. And then we just have a different flair on it. Like one of the girls has a lot of abundance training. One of them does a lot of stuff with food. I do other stuff with like feminine sensuality periods, right? Like womb stuff. So a different flair. But ultimately, the clients that are coming to us are magnetized by our personality. I love it. And with us, right? So I stick to, yes, there is, I mean, I follow, majority of people I follow are coaches or in this realm. So I could easily go, oh my God, there are so many. But it's like, yeah, there are so many and there are so many people that need the work. And you know, some people are going to want to go with Molly. Some people are going to want to like have the feminine stuff. So they're going to want to go with me and, and they want the no bullshit approach. Other people want, like, it's just about exactly. people connect with different people. Mm. So I don't worry about a saturated market because it's saturated. Um, and I, I'm always just true to myself. If it feels good, I do it. If it doesn't feel good, I don't do it. That's why I'm like, it doesn't feel good for me to have an Excel spreadsheet and to go, okay, I want to make this amount of money this month. I need this many signs. That does not feel good to me. That feels icky. It feels like I'm trying to achieve egotistical stuff. But when I am always focused on my why, the money flows, right? Because money flows through people. When I'm focused on my why, when I'm so engaged with the transformation that I get my clients to, the money flows without any push or trying at all. Like I will still go back. Last night we had a call and um, Asa and my coach was like, so how much money did we all make this month? And what's our goal for next month? And I'm like, you know, I still wonder like how much did I even make that? Like, how do I even make that this month? Like, because that's how unattached I am to logistics. Yeah. Like honestly, when I, when I, when I was a, beginning of April and I hit my six figure goal, like hit hundred K beginning of April, um, people were like, how'd you do it? And I'm like, I actually don't know. Like how I did it was magnetism and focusing on my why and feminine. If somebody asks me logistically, can you please map out? Actually, one of my clients was like, can you like map out like how you got there? I was like, fuck no. Yeah. Because then you're focused on a how, like and lack and a right? lack of not having that now. Yeah. Right. But like, you've got to offer, if you want the 100 K and you're offering a vibrational frequency different to the frequency of hundred K, you're not a match for it. Amen. Yeah. If you want abundance and you're operating at a frequency of like poor or scarcity, you literally cannot be a match for it. Like you can't be a match. Mm. So whatever you want to be or have, you got to be a match for it. 
it's exactly what you were just kind of saying earlier too. It's that whole, what is your why? What is in that heart? What is that drive? And the right. more that you connect with that part of you, the easier everything is. Everything. 100% because it's yeah. just, it flows through you. Yes. And people could tell, especially when you're working with women, they can smell you out and they can smell in uh, authenticity. Is it yes. right? Yeah, in authenticity. Yeah. Yeah. They can smell it like wildfire and it's not sustainable. And I always say, I'm like, ladies, we are playing the long-term game, not the short-term. I don't care if you want to make 100K overnight. That's obviously possible. But I want you to be playing that long-term game of what is going to allow me to feel the best and to have the best results still three years down the track, yeah. not just this year. Like fast growth is amazing. Like rapid growth is I mean, I've had quantum leaps. That doesn't mean that you can't be sustainable, but it's like do the quantum leaping in a sustainable way. Yes. Yeah. And it's which, which, which is from a place of soul because you wouldn't quantum leap with logistics. Quantum no, leaping and logistics don't go hand in hand. Quantum leaping goes with vibration. It goes with energy. It goes with thing. That's quantum leaping. So mm. you actually can't quantum leap and do logistics at the same time. You have to be in that feeling in order to quantum leap. I love it. And connecting with that feeling and understanding that feeling. And because we've been brought up in a world where it is very masculine and we are told that it's not important what you're feeling. You just got to hustle. Even if it feels shit today, just do it. Just discipline, discipline, discipline. And you're like, no, if it's not coming from this connection in my heart, then what the fuck am I doing? Right? Like that's why I actually... I try, I mean, my, my followers are quite aware of this. When I launched my podcast, I actually said at the beginning, I was like, there is no, it comes out on this day. Mm. Some days I'll have, some weeks I'll have two, some weeks I'll have one, some weeks I'll have zero because I'm only showing up when it feels fucking good. Yeah. And so when it feels good, I will record like five episodes in one day if I want to, but I won't show up when it doesn't feel good. That is not me though, that if I have a group coaching call, I'm like, oh, I don't feel amazing today. I'm not going to show up. No, you also have to like be fucking like be normal. Like people yeah. are paying you, right? So you have to show up. Cool. But yeah. yeah, like you have to show up. But yeah. when you are feeling like you don't want to show up, it's because there's something deeper down going on. So right. I very rarely feel like I don't want to show up. And when I get to that point, whoop, okay, we need to do the work. I need to go do a one-hour meditation. I need to journal. I need to just go and do something mm. for me. That's so right. I want to show up, right? Or even like disconnect for a day so that I get inspired again. Yeah. Um, so if you're feeling like you don't want to show up, it's because you're not in alignment. And that, that what's the word? That's where that work comes in before you actually actually need it. What's it called? Um, oh, I can't think of the word. Like preempt what you need before you yeah. actually need it. And I think it's like having certain tools in your box that you know pull you into alignment because that will be different for all of us. You can't just be like, well, this person does 10 minutes yoga and then they do this and then they do that. So I'll just do that. No, you need to go into what feels good for you. And like you said, it could 100%. be off. It could be meditating for an hour. It could be having cacao. It could be connecting with girlfriends. It could be doing something totally out of the realm. And you need to have those tools to be like, oh, okay, I'm not feeling like I can give right now. What will fill my cup up so I can? Instead of 100%. just ignoring it and going, I'm not doing the work then if I don't And you it. mentioned a really key thing. You are your own healer. You are your own teacher. You are your own coach. I am the guide 
to help you get rid of the yeah. layers, but ultimately you have all the answers. That's right. So when somebody says like, what's your morning Monica, I'm like, I can tell you it, but don't copy it mm. because you have your own morning routine or you can try it out, but it, don't think, well, because Monica does it, I have to do it. Or because this person made a million dollars and this was their morning routine. If I have that morning routine, I'll make a million dollars. No, that's not what the morning routine is about. The morning routine is about you themselves up for a day that makes them feel good. Exactly. Yeah. For some people that's journaling every day, for some it's meditation for me, you know what sets my day up really fucking well? Sitting in bed for half an hour with a cup of tea and reading my book. Yes. At, you know, like for, I actually don't journal necessarily every morning. I don't meditate every morning. I will do it more often not because I know that it makes me feel very good. But I find the more I'm in alignment, the less I need those things. Mm. Right. And I, and I, I do them when I feel really pulled. Um, and I know that people are like, well, you should do it all the time. You shouldn't wait till you need it. I totally get that. But I'm also one of those women where I am a fucking human and I, I'm not going to give the bullshit. Like I don't want to meditate every morning. Like I actually don't want, I don't meditate every morning. I don't want to meditate every day morning. And I'll be totally honest with you. I check my phone first thing when I wake up in the morning and often I will wait until I need to meditate. Meditate. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm not a perfect human. and more often than not, I wait till I burn out to relax or actually I don't fit anymore because now I've, I've been able to say with meditation and whatever, I've been able to feel the little tinge of like, mm. you're getting a bit tired, Monica, you need extra sleep Yes, or whatever it is. And so I don't ever burn out because I'm so in tune with my body mm. and out of my head, right? That comes with the feminine. Yes. However, I used to wait till I burned out. Now I can feel the tip, like I can feel the twinge and my body's like Monica extra sleep. And I listen to it and I honor it mm. and I don't keep pushing. I actually now know that if I kept keep pushing, I will end up being of less use to everybody, including my bank account. But if I have three hours of extra sleep tonight, or if I have a nap, then I'll actually make more money and I will be able to transform more lives. Love that. It's honoring yourself. And it's that whole thing too. I find for me personally, exactly the same way as you. I find that I, as long as I'm in alignment, I'm in constant flow and connection yeah. to source and to universe and to everything else that I don't necessarily need to meditate every day or to journal every day to get to channel, to get those hundred percent. So as long as I can keep myself in that form of energy, then that's okay. And the moments when I notice myself lacking, that's when I know, oh, I need to meditate today. I actually need to do my work today to get Correct. myself back. Yeah. Yeah. And whenever I start to get in my head, I'm like, okay, we need to get yeah. back into the body. Yeah. Um, and obviously like, before, for example, like this is where I'm going to be like, no matter how I'm feeling, I'm doing the work. So like before mm -hmm. the day of my talk in New York, I did all the stuff beforehand. I journaled that morning. I danced that morning. I did my feminine practices and I meditated and I did Pilates and I did everything because I was like, I am setting myself up for there. There is, I'm not available to any head heavy stuff. I am only available for me being in my body and for me being in my womb and my heart and my soul. That's all I'm available for. I'm only available to be magnetic. Mm. And then there's times where it's like your average Tuesday and I'm like, I've done like, you know, nothing in the morning. Yeah. And that's also okay because yeah, like you were saying, like my job is my alignment. Yes. Honestly, it lights me up to like get on my fucking emails and reply to my clients. Like exactly. First thing in like, the morning. Right. Yeah. Like it fucking lights. I will reply to my clients and they'll be like, are you okay, Monica? You sound dead. I'm like, Oh, I'm still in bed. 
I literally woke up two minutes ago. Like, you know what I mean? But like, I don't know. I just, I also feel like that of love, it then my clients feel that energy and it inspires them to give that level of love to their clients or to their husband or whatever, or to give that level of love to themselves. Um, and, or just to give that level of love to the work they're currently doing on themselves. Mm. They go, fuck, if Monica's sending me a message at 5 30 in the morning and she's still like, you know, freaking in a bath or something ridiculous, the least I can do is put in the work. Exactly. I actually had a bath this morning in the morning, which I've never done before in my life. But I was like, I really need an Epsom salt bath. So I actually yeah. do one this morning. And I was like, this feels so weird, but we're going to roll with it. Yeah. Oh, it's ultimate luxury. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think too, like that's a whole thing as well. And what's been coming up for me during this conversation too, is I love how bold you are. Like, I love that Mm. you really stepped into that feminine sensuality and boldness and not being afraid to be seen. And I think so much of the story that us as women hold is don't look a certain way. Don't dress a certain way. Don't you dare wear red lipstick just to the school pickup or to like cafe or whatever. And it's just such bullshit. And oh I my god! Love that you're stepping into that, like that you just bold. It's fucking amazing. So, on that topic, um, this is where again women crush men. Yes. So the classic one that I always use with the girls in my mastermind is we'll always get on the topic of this conversation. Always is major healing, a major major wounding for a lot of women about being seen. You know, they don't want to walk around with like their blouse with one button too low, yeah. or whatever it is. And I actually was saying this on my podcast sometimes. And like this morning, I'm like walking down the streets of New York City and I had my blouse and it was like one button too low so you could see my black lace bra. And you get to a point where like it doesn't actually, like I get looks and I'm like, fuck yeah. Like it doesn't yes. affect me. At, it doesn't trigger me at all. I take that. I'm like, you very much. I'm like polarity. Like they are men. They are wired to look at women that are giving off vibes of sensuality and femininity. So I don't, I do not choose to see it as he is a dirty man, but I choose to see it as I am giving off sensual, positive, feminine vibes. I mean, my power. Yeah. The classic, um, and they don't come up to me or anything. They just look right. Because I also have the strength about me of like, do not fuck with that bitch. Right. Yeah. So, so the classic one I use for Australia is like the amount of women that I hear, well, they will cross the road to avoid a construction site. Right. And to me, I'm like, you are altering your life to suit your triggers Mm. and Mm. your wounds. Mm. That's not okay. That's not, that's not okay. Right. Um, Anyway. And I'm like, because they, they hate construction look and I don't know if I call construction men, they're just men yes. looking at them and because they take it as they're dirty men. Yes. And or they're dirty been, themselves. Like the woman is dirty. Like, right. Yeah. And that's a, a societal wounding. That's societal conditioning. Actually what is happening majority of the time. And of course there's a time where a guy's going to look at you and go, damn, I want to fuck that thing. Yeah. And like, that's fine. Right. But you have the power to choose it to choose how you want to see it and you want to receive it, right? So if he's looking at you, you can either go, what a filthy man, or you can go, I'm looking attractive, I'm getting off feminine, and take the fucking compliment as a fucking compliment to raise your vibe, to boost your confidence, 
hells to the yeah. Like, I'm sorry, that makes me feel confident when a guy looks at me. I'm like, damn, I'm doing something right. Yeah. You know, and, and even if a guy does make you feel a little uncomfortable or whistle at you or say something or wink at you, of course it can make you feel uncomfortable sometimes. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes it makes me feel uncomfortable. But ultimately, I choose not to react. Yes. I have my little safety bubble around me that you should have around anybody, woman, man, mom, dad. You can't let people drain your energy. That's your responsibility. Mm. Um, and, you know, ultimately men are wired to look at women that are fertile and that are attractive because we are both baby making machines. Yeah. And it's not just men, yeah. women are too. I think. Right. Oh, no, seriously. But it's like, I actually use, which just pisses like it just um makes me like die of laughter. So if you put a woman and a man next to each other, butt naked, no, who no. looks who looks more attractive? A woman, 100%. right? She's yeah. soft. She's got this warmth. She's got curves. A man looks like a triangle. Yes, very, very <laughs> hairy. Like, yeah. Right. <laughs> I love I love men so much. They look like a triangle, right? Yeah. So women are attracted to women. Men are attracted to women. We are all attracted to women. There is just this, the whole thing about there's something about her. There is something about her. Mm-hmm. So, I ask you this question. Wouldn't you be more offended if you walked past a construction site and not one guy looked at you? Mm. Right? I- then you would not be giving off fertile, feminine, sensual vibes mm. you want to be giving off those vibes because that is being a beautiful healthy radiant woman that's embodied it's your birthright right yes so i say take the fucking compliment and don't read it as something that it's obviously not don't take it personally don't right. take it as something that's like oh my gosh he's dirty or he's looking at me because of this or this is so inappropriate don't make it personal just take it for what it is in that moment and that's it Right. It's like when you, when people read into words, like don't read into the words, take them as a word. It's like when a man texts you a message of like, can't see you tonight. Don't take it mean. Don't make it mean. He hates you. You're a shit. You're unlovable. Just take it as literally, I can't see you tonight. That's exactly what he means. Yes. Like don't read into shit. Don't read into shit that doesn't warrant the need to be read into Mm. and even like women will say to me like i hate it when he's looking at other women i'm like no no, celebrate it yeah he is a man that is on the hunt he's still chosen you he is wired to look at fertile women Mm. right that's how their brain is wired Mm. do not take it as a wrong thing take it as literally he is a man and this is the work for yourself comes in because that's an insecurity mm. it's your right? it's your work yeah exactly yeah. that's an insecurity you are not trusting yourself that you're good enough for him mm. and that's why you go to the inner work that's why i always say like you can't expect to have a great relationship if you don't have a great relationship with yourself mm. your man should be the chair you're already sugar-free dairy-free gluten-free cupcake you've already got the icing you've got the sprinkles you got everything else you need the fucking fairy dust and he's a cherry on top like yes. your life is amazing without him, but it's more fun with him. Definitely. Because when it's from that space, you cannot talk for three days and you don't have insecurities. Mm-hmm. You can, he can be out with other women and you don't care because you know that you're a fucking damn catch. And even if he fucked it up, well, that's on him. You're amazing. 
Amen. Yes. And it's just, yeah, it's knowing it's your freeing. own work, it? It's knowing your no, own No, yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's fucking freedom is what it is because you're not in your head thinking. You're like, I am damn hot. I'm sexy. I'm successful. If I was a man, I'd be banging this thing left, right and center. Yeah. So I'm cool with me. That's what I always think. It's like, well, if I was a man and I saw me, I'd be like, damn. <laughs> so that's, you know what I mean? So like, I don't get insecure about it. I don't overthink it because I'm like, if he doesn't want me, fine. I don't want him then, right? Because you don't want to be with a guy that doesn't want you. Not at so all. it's like, honor that for both of you. Don't try and be in something where you, where it's not reciprocal and know and trust that there's something better for you and that you're available to something better. And That's I think it's all about can take that into your relationships with girlfriends as well. With oh yeah. Other women. If they don't want to hang out with you, if they're not replying to your text messages, if they judge you or come from a place of, Oh my God, you're too much. That's totally okay. That's their shit. Not your Correct. shit. You just Correct. Right. Yeah. yeah. Plus, Oh, that's a good one. The, the I'm too much thing. Oh. I always had that. I'm a type eight Enneagram. I'm Sag. I mean, you, you'd get it right. Like you're, you're a lot of Scorpio. Yeah. Um, one of my, uh, one of my other clients, she's the too much girl, all that jazz. Yeah. And it's like, you're actually not the too much girl. You're the, you're the girl that's really like confident within herself and she's yeah. in alignment. Yeah. And that's a trigger for other women because they want to be the too much girl and they're the not enough girl. Mm. Oh, that was good. Monica. That just came through. Yeah. They're the not enough girl. Right. And so seeing somebody that's what it's jealousy, they see what they want and they're like, how can I have that? It seems like the impossible, like she's so lucky, like fuck the luck. You create your own life. Um, so it becomes a trigger for them. And it's like, you have the opportunity, they have the opportunity to heal. And if they don't want to heal, it's not your responsibility. Don't stay in a situation that sucks you down. Yes. Yes. It's not supportive. It's not supportive to the life you want to live. Like you're listening to this podcast because you want to live a massive life. So you got to do the, the things that require you to live a massive life. That's saying goodbye to toxic relationships. It is. That is doing the work. That the, if you want to be the 1%, you've got to do the 1% of work. It's the, the, you got to do the things that the 1% of people do, i.e. the work. If you want the extraordinary life, you have to do the extraordinary things. If, if we deserve it too. Like you deserve that. You deserve to be empowered. I even visualize it as being like when people say I'm too much or too intense is that I'm just like a light and my light is just dipping into your bits of your shadow that you might not like about yourself. And I can't help that, man. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Love that. I can't help that. That's their stuff. Yeah. And that's totally fine. Like it's it, yeah, no, it is totally fine. And don't stay in it. If it's sucking you down. That's right. Like that's right. you have no obligation to other people. You have, you do not owe anybody anything. Mm. You don't even owe your mum anything. You no. don't owe anybody anything. Um, and the whole deserving word, it's very interesting because I'm feeling now like it's become this thing where it's like this connotation of like you, when we say you deserve it, it's like you don't already have it. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, actually you've already got it getting rid of the crap that's hiding it. The remembering. Yeah. Right. Actually, that's a really good point. So when I was doing my talk a couple of days ago, some of the women are coming up to me and they were like, I just have to say everything you said, it was like some part of my body already remembered it and knew it. And I was like, yeah, because you already know all this shit. Everything in the personal development world 
whether it's womb healing, whether it's periods, femininity, whether it's NLP, Tony Robbins, like you already know that it's coming back to it. That's why I'm like, we're not finding anything external. Like you're not finding your magnetism. You're coming, no. you're coming back to your magnetism. You're not finding it. You're not finding dream job or your, your purpose. You've already got it. It's the same thing with even aligning like what you were talking about before with different coaches and things like that too. It's just reflections of the thing that you see in yourself that you see mm. in them and that's why you want that and you want to work with that person because you want to draw that out of yourself and let go of all the bullshit that you've created to hide that, like to set that back. And so 100%. you different coaches and different people for different reasons. Yeah, 100%. There's more than enough for all of us. There's no competition and especially in the field of like divine feminine and femininity in general is we've been taught that we need to compete with each other that we need to push the other one down to get up that's fucked yeah it's so fucked yeah and um even with that i will say that a lot of people think that like the feminine is then like really really soft all the time or really airy fairy that's not the feminine that's very wounded there is very soft parts of us and we can have airy parts of us but ultimately what I'm always talking about is like igniting that fiery feminine. Yes. Um, and somebody asked the question of like, how do you balance the masculine and the feminine? I'm like, no, no, we're not balancing. You are the feminine and then ignite the fire. Mm. Because I feel like women then get into the trap of like, oh, I'm the masculine. Right now I'm doing a sales call, so I should be in the masculine. It's like, no, you are a woman. 90% of women have a feminine core, 10% of a masculine core. So right now we're talking about the 90% that have a feminine core. Those 90%, you are not trying to play a balancing act between the masculine and feminine. You are feminine at your core. You are in the fire to allow you to be the fiery feminine. Yes. What that also allows you to do is for your brain and just your body to be like, oh, I'm always feminine, like not this fucking mind game. And then from there, it's like, okay, when I'm doing my job, when I'm doing my work, there are times when I will ignite my fireplace. And then there are times when I'm in my relationship and soften and be that soft lover archetype. Yeah. And then when I'm doing the work, I'll be my witch or my queen or whatever. Um, and allowing yourself to, yeah, not fall into the trap of like, today I'm masculine, today I'm feminine, like blah, blah, blah. Because and differentiating between that, like, because there is no, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's oh. just like, and, and, and well, that's, that's what I was going to say. Um, when you do the feminine work, you don't need to change your personality. Mm. So when I started doing the feminine work, someone said to me, um, I, met him at, like, I saw him at a Christmas party after we did some work together. And, um, and he was like, how's everything going? I'm like, oh my God, I'm so much more feminine. I feel fucking amazing, blah, blah, blah. And then he was like, are you sure? You're still like doing a lot on your Instagram. You're still very like, you know, fiery and intense. And I was like, that's just my personality. Like that actually does not need to be changed. I'm a Sag. I have so much fire in me. It's like, I'm fucking, that's why I hate the heat. I need cold weather because I'm always hot. Um, and anyway, and it was actually just a really beautiful moment for me to be like, I am not changing my personality. Falling more into the feminine is not changing your personality at all. Yes. At all. You are not kind of person it's much like people think when they're doing the work that they're changing their personality no you're not changing your personality you're getting rid of fucking ego yes you're actually allowing your personality to become stronger and more defined mm. and i'm finding yourself 
it's good. It's the same thing, obviously, with the women who are softer naturally and who are gentler and are more that mother nurturing figure. You, they also feel like, like I don't want them to feel like they have to be the fire starter either. Like their fire is that place and that's okay as well. It's mm-hmm. that knowing. I think that's what the fire, like the fire for me is that knowing deep down into my, in my bones who I am and no one can fucking take that away from me. No one. And it's connecting with that constantly through my work, no matter what I do, whether it be exercising, what I choose to eat, what I'm going to do today, anything like that. It's connecting. It's that intuitiveness. Like yes. do what you fucking want. That's what the You don't means. need to follow anybody else's stuff. That's why I say like, even as a coach, I'm like, I'm not there fucking giving you verbal diarrhea, mm-hmm. telling you what you have to do. I'm giving you what needs to be heard. I'm helping you heal so you can find your own answers. Yes. Like at the end of all of like my stuff, I'll always like make the girls create like their own little toolbox Mm. with everything that we've done of like, what is in your toolbox? And then it's like the next girl, what is in your toolbox? And it's so funny when we do work, I'll, I'll do healing work on the calls and everyone will have a different answer. Every single person different answer of what came up for them or different answer. I'll ask them like intuitive answers on what they need to do in this moment. Everyone has a different answer. It's like, see, I can't say to you, oh, go journal. If your womb is like, actually, can you please have a bath? Yeah. And like, you have to honor that and you got to trust that. Like, Mm. don't listen to like what, oh, the grand person said this or this person that wrote a book said this. I must do that. Try it. If it feels good, great. If it doesn't, also great. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful. How do you feel in your coaching and what you would help women to help gain that access to the intuition? Because I think so many women feel like they've lost that and I think that's, Mm. number one, that's a mistake is they've never lost it. Yeah. They're just not listening to it. Um, So what are some tools that they could take forward to help listen to the intuition? Um, Somebody asked me this question the other night on Instagram. She was like, what are some people, how can I start, yeah, how can I start um, tapping more into my feminine And I was like, the no bullshit answer is that you can do the dancing, do the journaling, do that. But ultimately, that's not giving you the long-term results. Mm. If you want the long-term results, you've got to do the inner work. Mm. You've got to clear the crap. You've got to clear the shit. You've got to release your blocks. From there, it all clicks because it's natural. Mm. You are naturally, you're a woman. You have a womb. You have so much intuition. So as soon as you clear the blocks you will have so much intuition running through you. You will have so much femininity running through you, so much warmth because nothing's clouding your judgment. Mm. So the no bullshit answer is like fucking do the work. Yes. Um, if you want to not do the work and do other than listen to your intuition, firstly, you need to start asking it the things. Then you need to trust it. But if you've got, if you haven't done the work, you will have such a hard time getting rid of your ego and trusting it because it will come up and your ego will give you like literally the opposite answer. Yeah. And then you're like, which one do I go with? And cause it's so scary, your ego will override and your ego will then override it. So then you're going to go with your ego's choice and then it didn't work out well or whatever happened, happened. And then every time you listen to your ego and you don't listen to your soul, your, um, your, your womb, you shut her down more from speaking to you. Mm. And then it's more and more work. Mm. The more you listen to her, the more she's going to talk to you. Mm. Mm. The more you listen to her and then act on it, the more she's going to talk to you. Yeah. Even if it's the weirdest thing, like sometimes it'll be for me, 
you need to go over and talk to this random person, just say, Hey, and you're like, Oh shit, I don't want to do that. Don't do that. You're going to look like a weirdo. <laughs> but Seriously like, though. It's doing that. It's doing those things that are out of your character and that are out where your ego tries to hold you back. And you think, Oh my God, what's going to happen? Like, what are they going to think of me? Just do it anyway. Just do it anyway. Yeah. Fuck life's too short. Like, you don't want to regret. You do not want to be lying on your, your deathbed being like, I wish I'd be that person mm. or I wish I was more vulnerable or I wish I was more courageous or brave or I wish I spent the money hiring this person or I wish I did the business that I wanted to do. Like you do not want to lie on your deathbed having regrets. No. So if you, if there is some inkling, like fly to New York a week after surgery fucking do it. That was literally me. Like if there is that inkling and logistically it makes no sense, it is there for a bigger purpose. And maybe the purpose won't be there right in your face, but a month or two months down the track, it was like, fuck, if I didn't make that one connection, I wouldn't have this opportunity Mm. or this wouldn't have happened or whatever. Like you just don't know. Mm. So you've got to follow what feels good in that moment. And maybe it doesn't work out the way that you wanted it to work out but you have to trust that it's always working out in the perfect, perfect way. It's following the breadcrumbs, isn't it? And I think so many times too, we have these ideas and these dreams that we're thinking, okay, this is going to lead me to this place. And you miss out on all of the juicy goodness that's along the way that you haven't picked up. And so you could say, oh, that didn't work out. But where, what did I learn? Where did I grow? What connections did I make? Who am I now? And so how could you say that it didn't work out? You know, like. Exactly. Yeah, it's all in divine timing and divine purpose and it's following those little tiny little nuggets along the way to get you there. 100%. 100%. Beautiful. What have we got coming up? Like if people want to connect with you, Monica, what's the best way? Obviously, Um, When will this pod release, do you reckon? Um, It'll probably be in the next couple of days. Okay, cool. So what's coming up? So I've got my fourth round of my mastermind starting in about August. So intake will start around July. So just make sure that you're following me on Instagram. Um, so you know when it comes up. I probably go on my mailing list because you know Instagram algorithms these days, they fuck you up. Yep. Go on the mailing list so you know that it's I don't spam, I just release stuff when you need to hear about it. Um, that'd be the best thing to do. I've got my academy that I am, you know, like I was saying before, like I haven't even launched it, but somehow it's just like not somehow, I know how. It's like already nearly full. So the academy is for coaches that want successful businesses that want want to be, you know, five figure months and more that want to be having six figure years. Um, basically they want to be having a business like I've had. Um, that will be all that. And the basis for that is like clear your shit so you can have that thriving business. So we do a lot of womb clearing, sensuality, femininity work, subconscious stuff, wounding, all that. We do a lot of that and we then in the business and then we do a lot of business stuff as well in there Mm -hmm. or from the feminine aspect. So it's not heavy strategy stuff is obviously you need to have like a little bit of strategy. Otherwise you'd be fucking doing nothing. But, um, it's like providing that masculine shell for your business. So you can float in the feminine throughout that. that. Um, and then also I've got a very exciting new program. I haven't really talked about it all yet because I haven't probably launched it yet called queen alchemy. Mm-hmm. And um, which I love the name of. I just came up with it. I don't even know how I came I love up with it. That, but just like right, it's so juicy. Anyway, so um, and when you when you look up the definition of alchemy, it's like beautiful. Anyway, um, so that is all about sensuality. It's about pleasure, about being turned on 
every day of your life being turned on when you're like fucking in your trackie. Oh, fuck you to trackies. You can fucking do trackies. Yeah. When you're, when you're like, you know, in your trackies, yeah. when you are having a bloating day, a day where you're bloated or a day where you're like, you know, in a sexy dress. So it's literally about um, understanding that you are responsible for your own pleasure. Yes, your partner can trigger an orgasm, but ultimately you are responsible for your own pleasure. And pleasure is not just about the bedroom. It yes. is about, I want you to be turned on when you are brushing your teeth. Mm. Because that feeling of being turned on, that is that creative sexual energy. Mm. That helps you reach that bliss point where you can manifest the money and the abundance and the man and all that jazz. So for the Queen Alchemy course, it's a lot of pleasure stuff and a lot of wealth um, wealth frequency work. So um, I've lost the exact term that I was using. Um, abundance training, well upgrade stuff. So a lot of money mindset stuff, a lot of abundance stuff, just because love and um love and money are on the same vibrational frequency. Yes. So if you want to work on love and, and pleasure and all that, you've got to work on money because you have to work on both to have both. Um, yeah. So that's Queen Alchemy. That is launching May this month. So Ooh. look out for that because I only have eight spaces left. Um, two have already been taken. So make sure you look out for that. And I mean, obviously I have my one-on-one, but I'm now like full obsessed with, co with group stuff because I'm just seeing more and more like as a woman, brain needs other women. We feel yes. we, we need sisterhood healing anyway, there is so much sisterhood wounding and our brains thrive with other women. It's that feeling of safety, connection, community, all that jazz. So the group stuff is epically powerful. I have a very high touch point. So you get so much one-on-one -on -one time and the group. Um, but that's what's coming up for me. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. And I'm so grateful for you taking the time out today to talk. Thanks, Emma, for having me. It's been beautiful. Oh, fuck. If anyone wants to connect, all the connections <laughs> will be like in all the no details will be in the show notes yeah. and everything. But your courage and your boldness and what you're creating and all that energy in your womb work, I'm just so excited to share it and to bring it out more thank and more you. and more. Mwah. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you, Emma. Wow, that conversation was amazing. Just flowed so easily. Monica is just, yes. So with the whole divine feminine, divine masculine, I'm really interested to hear what you got out of that. Out of that. I got um, to really step into that power of understanding what my divine feminine is and to understand that I am a woman and to really own myself is owning my femininity and my femininity doesn't always have to look soft or squishy or romantic or loving or those things that we automatically define with being a woman. It can look powerful and strong and fierce and bold and courageous and all the things that we also define as general masculine traits. And that doesn't mean I'm stepping into my divine masculine. It means I'm owning my feminine, my femininity in all of its power. And I really want to, to grasp that and for you guys to grasp that from this week's call, from this week's podcast. It was just something that I really like needed to hear and obviously the universe source always gives us what is in divine timing and in divine 
power and just to really take that on board. So much love and lunar light to you all. I cannot wait to you to bring episode 50 and to experience all the juiciness with that. I'd love to hear your feedback. If you'd love to give me a review on iTunes, I'd love to hear from that as well. Or just give me any feedback you've got on my podcast. If you're interested in being a guest um, or have any questions, just send me an email, emma at thesacred.com.au. All the details to connect with Monica will also be available on the show notes. I cannot wait to see where this girl goes. If you feel the call, I definitely, definitely, definitely want to push you to join and to follow her along at least on social and contact her, get in touch with her, have a discovery call and see how she can help you step into your divine power.